listen to the Black Guy Who Tips podcast because Rod and Karen are hot. DJ Gotcha, holding guns and tons, general, Emmanuel, rock and morale, government out to get me, trying to stick me, move quickly, yo, the God study swiftly, yo, welcome to the Black Out Tips podcast, it's your host Rod and Karen, and we are back in the house, uh, well, actually we're in a different house, yes, we're back in the new house, yeah, um, but uh, we're here for a special edition primetime feedback Yes, show uh actually gonna do a feedback show on a thursday afternoon because it's so much of it and our schedule's been so hectic and it was just kind of like let's do a feedback show to reset everything before we start back on our schedule and get back on the grind so yes sir um and of course uh feedback show is basically brought to us by you guys but uh since about you since we're only doing one show this week I would be remiss if I didn't mention our sponsor. I know it's so for sir. the week also. Um, AdamandEve.com. Um, yes. Everybody out there, are you feeling kind of sexy right now? I know I am. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. If you're sexy and you know it, dick, rub yourself. Dick hard, <laughs> concrete. Touch is what yourself. I like to say. Um, but yeah, we, let's get some sexy music going here, Karen. Um, let's let's do this. Uh, yeah. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, this seems like spoken word or some shit. I know. Adam and Eve dot com. It is where you come <laughs> when you want to come. <laughs> Have you been fantasizing about surprising your lover with it? Have you? <laughs> with an adventurous new toy or adult movie? And watching them come. Well, here's an offer you won't be able to resist. Or they. Go to adamandeve.com and for a limited time only, you can get, you can get half off of anything. Yes. Just You just pick it. You pick, pick it. It's whatever sexual thing you desire that you've been scared to share with everybody. Yes. Don't be afraid. Don't, Don't be, be afraid. afraid. Don't it's, be afraid to turn it on. It's Don't your body. Let yourself be free. Yes. But that's not all. Mm-mm, girl. Mm-mm. See, when you select one item at 50% off, you also get three. Count them, three. One, two, three. That's how many times you're going to come. Three free adult DVDs. Yes. For a little bit of that uh, inspiration. Yes, sir. Plus, you get a free extra gift that's so sensual. How if, sensual? If I told you, you would come at your cubicle right now, so I can't even tell you. Ooh, no, you can't have people sweating and hot at the job. It's too sensual, y'all. Yes, it is. It's too much. <laughs> <laughs> you, you, you also get free shipping on your entire order. That, that's the best kind. You ain't got to put no money on the counter when you get finished. Mm, they're not yanking your chain, people. No, but they want you to yank theirs. So check out AdamandEve.com today. Yes. If you could have checked it out yesterday, check it out yesterday. If you got a time machine, go back to the first time we did this. Check it out then. Immediately get 50% off of your one item. Please do. Three free DVDs. Free extra gift and free shipping. Yes. Will you put in the code TBGWT? Mm-hmm. Right there. Will you go check out? AdamandEve.com and the code is TBGWT. Don't forget who is helping you get laid. Oh, it's yeah. The, it's us. Yes, we are. All right. All right. Um, so yeah, man, you listen to the Blackout Tales podcast, uh, comedy podcast that we do three times a week. Uh, from uh, our spare bedroom. Yes, and be- before you go on talking about coming, man, me and my damn Where is this going? yogurt today, <laughs> we fell out because uh, for some reason, whenever your, I your yogurt, yes, whenever I pop the top to the uh, yogurt, for some reason it splatters, and it was like some kind of um, what do you call that, like vanilla type thing, mm-hmm. and I opened it up and it splattered all across my face, and I thought, oh my god, somebody's gonna come by my desk thinking I got cum on my face. This is ridiculous. <laughs> oh my gosh, and all of that, it is gross. Yeah, and, to uh, look like I just had sex and I didn't even break a sweat and I didn't even get to come. Mm. Fuck you, yogurt. Um, all right. Well, this is a feedback episode, and uh, what we do here is we uh, respond back to the people who have sent us feedback throughout the entire week of shows. Um, now it might be a little bit longer today because we had such a long time off, you know, yes. that uh, it kind of piled up. But and that's uh, a good thing because that means a lot of people are actually caught up. But people get mad with us when they caught. They're like, "Hey, niggas, are we caught up? I like to be behind." Um, you can check us. Uh, you can check us out by a uh, bunch of different ways to get in contact with us. Um, let me tell you where to find the show first. You go to theblackguyoutips.com. While you're there, you can do stuff like donate to the show. Mm-hmm. You can go to our store. 
Um, you can uh, also follow us on Twitter. I'm at Rodimus Prime. I'm say that again. That is a D A T. The show Twitter is at T B G W T. Um, we're also uh, on Google Plus and uh, Facebook. Um, Podomatic, Stitcher, and iTunes. Mm-hmm. Uh, when you go to iTunes, all you have to do is search for the Black Guy Tips. Leave us a five-star review. We promise we'll read it live on the air. We will. Um, and we, you know, we look out for y'all that, uh, that do that for us, man. We appreciate it. Um, and, uh, it doesn't matter what you say. Like, what if they want to diss the show, Karen? They can, as long as it's five stars. We don't give a yeah, damn. Yeah, we'll read anything, as long as it's mm-hmm. five stars. I've had to support. Tyler Perry and Steve Harvey. Several times. And Tyrese. Yes. The trifecta of evil. (laughs) And I did it because I made a promise to my audience and we're going to keep up with that promise. Yes, you did. You can also email the show, theblackouttips at gmail.com. You can call us, uh, talk to us live uh, today or leave voicemails throughout the week, 704-557-0186. I'll let you know when the phone lines are open. we got to play some voicemails first, and we have a lot of those. Um, The official weapon of the show is... The Taser. An unofficial sport. It's Bullet Ball. And Bullet Ball Extreme. Yes, sir. And um, let's see. What do you want to do first? I guess give people props for giving us some money, right? Yes, but before you do that... Okay, well then, forget it then. No, I'm out of here. No, bye while, guys. No, or while you're doing that, I want to tell everybody thank you for coming out last night and supporting the sport movie reviews. Uh, we had a great time doing that last night with uh, Phenom Black and the old man Chris. He got up for his fucking rocking chair and decided to come and join us last night. So I want to thank everybody for supporting that uh, last night. We actually did a live show on vocal. We actually have um, what is it? A uh, one? What is it? Um. The house, which which one? Um, the cabin in the woods. The, thank you. The house. Lord have mercy. The cabin in the woods is actually up. We did the cabin in the woods and the Avengers. The Avengers should be coming up soon. Uh, the that podcast can be found on iTunes, Facebook, Podomatic. Soon to be on Stitcher Radio. It can be found on Tumblr and Google Plus. It actually has an email address: sportmoviereviews at gmail dot com. It also has a Twitter page at sportmoviepod. Pod, and we'd like to say thank you for everybody that came and supported us last night. Okay, um, let's get let's talk about support. What about these people that gave us some money? Yes. Uh, let's start with Angela P. Thank you very much for your recurring donation. Yes, ma'am. Um, Next Level Event Services. We like y'all. They gave us a recurring donation. Yes. My man Damian Jackson. Ooh, I am for real. Recurring donation. Oh, this feels so good to say recurring donation, yes, man. Yes, that means we're going to see y'all again. Yeah, because that fucking Potomatic bill is recurring, and so is that. <laughs> Yes. So is that hosting bill for the website? Yes, sir. Like those shits recur. Um, uh, my man Michael Dixon hit us with the recurring donation. Thank you. Um, next level event hit us with another recurring donation. Karen. Yes, next level is on the next level. It, Thank it, you. It just went for the double up on them. Yes, my man Michael Breedlove, who still sounds like an extra in the Shaft movie. <laughs> you mean Michael Breedlove? You better give him his money. Um, What's your name? He gave us a recurring donation. Yes. Thank you very much. Thank you. M.A. Gray, recurring donation. Mm-hmm. Thank you very much. Yes. Um, Coco Bunny, a.k.a. Tabitha, she left us a recurring donation. Thank you. Look at all this love. All this black. They said black people couldn't do it, y'all. I know, and I want, we wanted to tell y'all thank you so much for y'all donations, man, because it meant a lot when we was moving. Thank you. Yeah. Um. 
yeah seriously because if i was moving and we weren't doing this podcast and nobody was listening let me tell y'all something this equipment would still be on the ground in the background and i would be sick <laughs> right now yes because i'm tired as fuck from all this shit but i was like people are waiting and they giving us money and we can't let them down mm-hmm. so thank you guys Brittany griffin well, I think she's related to uh, Stuart Griffin or Meg or Peter. Maybe. She gave us a recurring donation. Terilyn, she says, a small token for a mic fund. Will and <laughs> Will and Justin have come awfully close to kissing on that microphone. <laughs> I'd hate for Will to pull a sword on Justin. Yeah, we only have one mic for the spare mic so far, but uh, yes. we're, we're working on that, yeah, man. Keep, and we're going to, you guys keep donating. We will get the, uh, yes, another condenser we, mic. We, and we, we will separate them too. You, you know, it's funny because it's like, oh, I'll just get this mic. Well, you get a, you gotta get a stand. You got to get another cover. Yes. You got to get another, like, <laughs> yes. fuck, man. But, but you know what? You guys make it possible when you donate, man. So yes, keep donating. Do. Please do. Guys. We'll get them separate mics so you guys can get all the ratchetness separated, uh, with them in, in here they'd be um, full force um okay we also have uh itunes reviews uh, emails comments what, what do you want to do next karen iTunes reviews, sir all right so of course like we said earlier uh you can go leave us an itunes review by going to itunes um if you guys use that program if not i think you can go to itunes.com mm-hmm. and um download the program and look us up and leave us a five-star review it's very easy um to do but um you know a lot of people don't do it for a lot of shows they listen to but when you do that it helps us it helps the show tremendously because people who are perusing uh itunes iTunes. for new podcasts to listen to or they see our show is like related to another show so they click on it then they see all these reviews and they go wow i wonder what this show is about yeah let me check it out man so you guys are really helping spread the word yes and keep it up keep it up guys um so peachy yinka says the best thing since government cheese. Five, oh, that, that's serious. Five stars. This show was like a unicorn doing an elegant interpretive dance on my eardrums. I've been listening to the show for a couple of months now via Stitcher, and I've been inv- evangelizing to whoever would listen ever since. The show is hilarious, guys. On a personal note, I would like to thank y'all for letting me know that it is possible to be a black nerd and proud, but not just trying to be a whitey. Hell yes, I love anime, Norse mythology, memorizing plant geniuses, geniuses, geniuses. I don't know. I want to drink a Guinness. Uh, <laughs> and fuck anybody who has feelings about that. Anywho, keep up the awesome awesomeness, guys. P.S. I need a chill fan club T-shirt ASP swoon. <laughs> That's your problem with sale too. <laughs> uh, E.H. says the black guy who tips withdraws. Hey, Ryder Karen, it's RainLover82 on Twitter, one half of the official interracial lesbian couple of the Black Guy Tips. Unfortunately, I won't be able to listen to the podcast anymore while working. Uh-oh. I received a promotion. Well, that's good. You know, you got that promotion, man. And now I have to I have to be in a leadership role. I will continue to listen on the weekend. Love the podcast. Keep doing y'all's thing. RainLover82 on Twitter. Oh. Well, I'm sorry to hear that you're going to get behind on the show, man, but... It is good to get that promotion. Maybe one day you'll be so high up in the company that you'll be back to uh, being able to do whatever the fuck you want to all the time. Catch up. That's right. Uh, Just Adonis writes in, subscribe immediately. Five stars. Raw uncut commentary. 
intelligent, funny, current. They even put the competition, quote unquote, on their shows to promote each other's success. It's a beautiful thing. Haven't heard much of this type of thing up here in New York. It's refreshing to hear. Yeah, and the way I see it is, man, we're all in this shit together. Anyway. I know it's so. It's no real competition. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's not like the radio where it's like, wait, you listen to Chonilla at 8 o'clock? <laughs> well, you can't fuck with the black guy too. It's like, no. Nah, no we, you we should all, all in your rotation. Yeah, hit the pause button or download our shit. On, that's yeah, right. That's fine, man. So, um, uh, you know, I don't, I don't see them as competition. I see them mm-hmm. as, uh, as, uh, what do I call them? Peers. I that, see them yeah. as peers. And that's important. I wish, I hope more people are like do that. that. Yes. We don't need a, we don't, that's the last thing black people need is like, yo, we got politics. We talk about race and politics and we mad at each other. No. <laughs> you know what I mean? No. It's like, oh, uh, hey man, I heard about your show and where's my 48? Cause man, fuck them niggas. <laughs> You listen to us all the time, 24-7. If they come out with a new episode, you listen to one of our old episodes until a new one of ours comes no, out. We, In fact, we encourage people to branch out. We've had listeners that only listen to our show that started branching out. And they was like, well, I'm behind on yours. It's okay. Yeah. You might like something better than ours. It'll still be fine. That's man. right. We'll be all right. Um, so what do you want to do next, man? We got emails. Voicemail, um, since we have right. so many. Let's play these voicemails, man. We got a ton of them. I hope you guys... Yeah. I'll brought something to drink. Here you go. Hey, what's good, Rod? Cherish your boy, A-Dub, man. Uh, like I said, new to the new still. We spent a couple weeks in A-Dub on the short service anyway. Um, listen to the show from Thursday. Now, to call in, man, because I had a show on there. It's always an interesting dynamic to me when we talk about interracial couples and just mixed people in general because, you know, I'm, I'm a biracial. Uh, you know, I grew up. Uh, white mom, black pops in South Carolina. So that's a very interesting combination, I'm sure, um, as you would expect. But, uh, I just think it's funny, um, cause like I said, I ended up marrying uh, a white woman and, uh, it's just real funny. Man, oh, congratulations. Because, you know, my kids came out a lot like the old grids do in biology. You know what I mean? When you got the combinations and it's amazing what you come out with. Because I have three of them and, in ascending order, they got darker <laughs> as they got as they got younger. You know, it's kind of crazy. But the first one was blonde, curly hair, blue eyes. The second one, uh, you know, she's blonde, a little darker, blue eyes, but she's also a little tan. And then my youngest boy, brunette. I mean, the straight, dark hair, brown eyes, and like basically look mixed. Mm. And it's just a real interesting dynamic when I take my kids out. You know, in the south. Um, how people will say, you know, my son looks just like my wife, you know, because my wife is white and they see me holding this kid. And at first, obviously, it's like a short circuit trying to figure out why this black dude is holding this white baby together. <laughs> Whole other funny conversation. But it's just always interesting that people can't get past the fact that this kid is so light in his mind because the boy looks exactly like me. Other than the fact they have blonde hair, blue eyes, mm. face features, everything looks just like me. But people just can't get over it because they see me. I'm brown and tell he's white almost basically. So it, I don't know, man. I, I just hell, I feel like I'm starting to ramble at this point anyway. But uh, <laughs> go ahead and jump off this call, man. Because the musical interlude is over too. So that's part of the reason I gave you all a holler during the interlude. But anyway, man, <laughs> enjoying the show as always. Y'all stay up, man. 
Oh man. Well appreciate the love, A Dub. Yes. Um, first of all, uh maybe they're looking at you confused because it's like a black father? What the hell? I know. These exist? They stay around? Yeah. Um, the other thing is if you have um uh, three kids and they consistently get darker and darker each time, um, I think you need to go to Maury. Um <laughs> get that, go get that lie detector test. Uh get get I'm not the father cut into the back of your head and put yeah. a hat on do and the dance. Learn how to do your Dougie and uh I say you get the you get some internet fame off of this, man. Yes, and, and I can and it's funny though, I guess for me, uh personally, my I have a Puerto Rican uncle and one of my aunts, she is like dark 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 she's like one of the darker uh, members of the family and it doesn't bother me because i guess i grew up around him and and i just kind of got adjusted and used to it i think a lot of my older family it took them a long time to accept him and they used to do i, I when i was younger i thought it was funny because i was just ignorant but now they used to do mean shit like calling him white boy and mm. and be like what you doing around here white boy and, and just just really really give him a hard time so that's where you get it from okay <laughs> okay <laughs> You know? <laughs> and he would get angry at them. Apples don't fall far from the tree. No, they, I see. No, no, they don't. No, they don't. So it it does it doesn't bother me. All right. Well, uh, it definitely bothered me when I first saw him. So I was like, get this Puerto Rican out of here. Y'all know I can't stand Puerto Ricans. <laughs> Is this, is it me or does it smell Puerto Rican-y up in here? That's not a smell. This is the worst Thanksgiving ever. Who brought these tacos? I was I don't know. I was ah. ignorant back then, guys. I was see? on the tub. See, and then I met Karen. Until <laughs> you met me, oh Lord. Hey, Rod and Karen, it's me, Gabby. Um, I'm listening to your Saturday feedback show, and uh, I wanted to agree with Rod. Uh, I haven't heard anything about the Prime at night. Uh, let me show you how your uh, pussy. I haven't heard anything about that until you know, without listening to the entire show. And as usual, you guys picking up to date on a lot of news issues and things like that, which I always appreciate. And uh, I, I too feel a little, a little shocked, you know, because I I have so many Brian Night songs that I, you know, that I just love that I've cried to because it's so good. And I mean, his rendition of "Distant Lover" for the Marvin Gaye tribute album is like one of the best versions of "Distant Lover" ever, you know. And so to hear him sing this song, uh, yeah, I, I'm thinking it has to be a joke because I don't even know how would they even release that on the album. They probably have to, you know, do P, you know, little funny symbol for the U and the S. So I'm like, I, I think it has to be a joke. Um, I also it's agree nice. that he just got divorced. When I heard about the divorce thing and what's going on, you know, I saw him, I saw Brian in a, a little bit of a different light. You know, he, he's a, like, maybe he's a little bit of a player, a little bit shady, you know. Um, but who knows? Shady? Like, he just he had a little different, a little pimpish look to him um, right before the divorce. But, uh, yes, yeah, so as always, thank you guys for uh, for sharing always relevant, informa- relevant information and news. Because I would just be, I would have probably never heard about it until... Some other uh, podcast tells it later after the fact. Um, but you guys always keep me up on the know. Um, keep up the great work. Uh, uh, I love the whole uh, LCH. Um, and I thought Miss Christopher calling in. That was hilarious. She's like, <laughs> She's the best. She does good voices. That was hilarious. That was about to say, wow, that, that is a unique voice this lady has. And uh, so it was funny hearing her like pretend to be uh, Professor LCH, uh, who is uh, just 
she's hilarious. And you have so many good peeps I call into your show. Awesome. Um, okay, keep up the great work. Uh, love the show. Love your listeners. Talk to you later. Bye. Thank you, Gabby. Thank you, Gabby. And you're one of the wonderful people that call our show, too. You're awesome, also. Yes, you are. Um, although, I gotta say, when you said that song made you think that Brian Knight might be shady, um, why? Because if loving the pussy is shady, <laughs> then I don't want to see the light, okay? <laughs> I guess Just keep not. me in the darkness all the rest of my days. Keep you blind, son. That man sang an ode to the vagina, and I think we all need to appreciate that. I know, right? For finally for, somebody for, doing for it. For what it is. Yeah. Great. It wasn't like he he would have been saying uh, something mean or nasty or something. I understand. But he was saying something that I think we all can respect and uh, agree with. This, this message here. Listen, guys. The messages are supposed to be three minutes at the most. Now, I see I got a couple messages here that are like five minutes long and shit, four and a half minutes. I got it. Y'all got to wrap it up, guys. Um, I will play some of this, but if this shit is at, at any point skippable, I'm stopping this message. I'm just letting y'all know at your own risk, keep it less than three minutes and we can work with that. We start having everybody leave five minute messages. The show will be seven hours long. <laughs> yes, yes. Okay, that's much better. How's everything going, Mr. Rod? Miss Karen, how you living? Oh, country gal. <laughs> I, I love you, man, Karen. You sound like my mom. You know what I'm saying? Old school. You know what I'm saying? You know, my family originally from Mississippi, so, you know, that southern twang, you know what I'm saying, is off the chain. But I call y'all because, you know, I'm, I'm chilling. I'm at work and everything. And, you know, some Mexican cat just tried to rob me. What? Now, you know, it's weird because, you know, I, I haul gas. You know, I'm just putting it in the ground. I'm chilling at Walmart. Wow. Minding my own business. <laughs> but it come what? up on me talking about, give me all your money. I'm like, whoa, dog. He know he was and, Mexican. you know, he got a knife in his hand. I'm like, hey, buddy, hold on. Got no money. You know, I don't carry cash. You know, if I had two dollars, I would have broke the dude off, man. You know what I mean? But, but he came at me just like, uh, you know, no homes. I need you to give me, give me all your money, homes. I'm like, cause oh, you know, homes. I'm practicing right now. I ain't got nothing, bro. You say SA two? Yes. I'm not gonna give you my damn CDS. Which <laughs> you know, hell no. Give me your wallet, man. I kill you. It's it. You can try. You one man. I got a gas truck, brother. What you think you finna pull? <laughs> so buddy, we did, we just had like a like a couple about ten seconds staring at each other. You know, I'm trying to figure out what he about to do. You know, he holding said knife. You know what I'm saying? Now, I don't believe in in violence. Don't get me wrong. Only when necessary. You know, but this dude is off the chain. So while he's sitting there bullshitting. I hit his ass with that old handheld stun gun. Mm. Oh, oh, shit. The official weapon. One time, yes. a nice little electrical current to the system, get the heart racing. He goes down. You know, I kick the knife away. I'm kind of pissed. You know, I call 911. I tell them what's going on. You know, I tell them I'm, I haul gas whatever. So, shit, in a heartbeat, they here. But before they get here. I got a good five minutes to open up a can of whoop-ass on my young Mexicano <laughs> friend. And buddy, let me say I open up that can of whoop-ass with ease. 
Oh my God! Man, I tried to beat the living. I'm telling you, man, that's just crazy. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I know. You know, I'm not. With, I'm not down with the whole immigration thing. I feel like in America, you know, everybody should be free. You know, yada yada yada. But at the end of the fucking day, you know, you have a right to rob me. True. But I have a right to whoop your ass if you do. Any law. Cops pull up, man. Didn't ask no question. They're like, well, why are you, you bruised up? I'm like, are you serious? You should be why you bruised up. It would be the me and him. And I say, man, tell you the truth. Yeah, he was saying, hey, buddy, kind of lucky. Because I was feeling kind of gracious. Like I said, I could have dumped a whole shitload of gas on him. And yeah, you know how that story ends. Mm. With a match. Damn. But I digress. <laughs> Another night of rashness, man, on the gas hauling trail. I tell you, man, it's yeah, a trip out here in this world, man, Good God. But, man, hope all is well with you guys. Um, love the last episode. You know what I'm saying? I caught the nerd episode and shit about, you know, guys perpetrating the nerd, nerddom with these big-ass glasses and shit, man. That's the weirdest shit I've ever seen, man. I think <laughs> me and LeBron fell out the time I seen him in a GQ magazine with, with nut huggers on. And I just said, you know what? From this point on, I do not like that guy. You know what I'm saying? So you can tell real, I'm down with the hate LeBron team. Because the dude is a grown man wearing nut huggers, which are purposely reserved for security guards. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> so got you up to do but wear nut huggers. Because they can't afford fit and pain. Mm. I'm just saying. You wear nut huggers, I can't fuck with you. That's all I'm saying. But keep doing your thing, man. I'm keep listening. Spreading the word. You know, I'm going to put a couple people down on this podcast, so they Thank all you. love it. Thanks, job man. A bang-up job and shit. You know, this your boy Keith from Dallas, Texas, brother. So oh, y'all no, be good. And um, let me see. I usually end the comments and the phone calls with peace, but let me just do it. Um, you know what I'm saying? Hasta la vista. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Um, uh, Bayo Dios, I guess that's the, the, the Mexican way. Bayo Dios, because that's what that motherfucker got. Alright, so y'all be good. Hey. Be safe down there in Dallas, Texas, sweetie. I think, I think we just became fucking accessories to a hate crime. <laughs> I have not. We. I don't endorse stunning Mexicans and <laughs> gas hauling trail and, and putting gas on them and, and torturing, no. torturing them and shit. <laughs> Holy shit! Oh man. Oh well. This episode will never see the light. Let's end this now and delete everything. No, sir. Oh man. And then he's gonna give his names like Keith from Dallas, Texas. Like police. We got police to listen to this shit. Like somebody gonna be looking for him. <laughs> Nah, uh, but yeah, man, that's crazy. You almost got robbed wow. at knife point, yes, man. Yes, people crazy. It's kind of old school too. A knife. Yes. Took it back. He took, took it back, back in the day. Almost. Yeah, talking about a uh, young. That must be the old Mexican. <laughs> Did he hop out the car and do the the running man first? Must <laughs> he have a sombrero? I don't understand yeah. this. <laughs> he was uh, that old school nineteen fifties uh, robbery and <laughs> <Yes>. shit. Yes. <laughs> got out the car like West Side Story and shit. Yes, that theme music playing and shit. Yeah. All right, got another one. This is another five minute one hey i'm telling y'all any voicemail over three minutes long i reserve the right to skip so these shits better be good like that last one hey what's up y'all you know i love y'all niggas you know this is gh <laughs> you know it's been a minute since i got at y'all so 
I got a kind of laundry list of some shit I got to say. All right. Uh, number one, Linda Charlemagne Harris. Baby, don't don't know my way. We love you. Chill. Just wanted to be your voice. It's cool. Chill. Sweetheart. Check it out. I'm trying to get at your ass on Twitter. I find out from Miss Karen that you ain't got no fucking Twitter account. Mm-mm. You need to get your shit up. Come on now, baby. That's what I'm talking about right there. Uh, God, I need a link for that uh, porn company. You know the one where... Oh, I hit, I hit you up, bro. Just, uh, I hit you up on the email already. About, I feel like I'm being raped. And the chick's talking about, well, how the fuck do you think I feel? CB, uh, <laughs> check your shit out, nigga. You really want me? I'll follow your ass if you want me to. You know, I ain't followed Shawnee yet, but I'll follow you if you really want me to. Rob, you think that's something I need to get on? Because uh, I'll follow this nigga for real. And I don't know if he's going to like it, but uh, I'll do that shit. That sounds like a threat. Uh, next thing on my list, Rob, I've been trying to post a five star for you, baby, but it ain't posting, and I'm keeping that shit clean and tight. I don't know. They don't like ratchet. They don't like clean. I guess they can see my little shit. I don't know. <laughs> but, uh, that's what it is. Uh, next thing, that's why these pro athletes have a responsibility to keep their tongues and their mouth shut when everybody throwing that shade on their ass. Fuck that. <laughs> if that be the case, I think they need to be able to throw shade on all these animals that be talking about. Well, I think he was trying to do this when he went and did that. I think they need to be able to throw shade on all these analysts and just come back at their ass and be like, what the fuck did you do on the field? What the fuck did you do on the court? Fuck that bill of shit. And uh, Stephen A. Fetching. What was he listening to, Johnny Walker? In the background? Does this nigga ever stand up straight? Or do it just this? They bent the fuck over and let's give this nigga a laugh. This nigga is stupid. I wouldn't even let that shit come out of my mouth. Nigga, first, you want to blame black people, but everybody else beside me want to get some equal rights? Yeah. Nigga, <laughs> Your ass so damn bitch down. You need to just go and hit them stroll. Oh. ass motherfucker. Uh, <laughs> think I done run out of shit? Oh, hell no. I ain't run out of shit. I got plenty left. <laughs> hey, check it out, y'all. So cool. But he is still white. And you know that Jesus hates that motherfucker on some bullshit. Ooh, uh, close. Just saying. And Rod. Yes. Can you give me one favor, baby? It was one little thing that came through. And it was, woo, it's the gang. What the gang say to the choir, boy? Been over. No, <laughs> I need you to play that shit one more gig. That shit was funny as fuck, especially with the pro you said. I hate y'all, niggas. Uh, and one more thing. Shout out to Brent. And one more thing. Shout out to Sherry and Scott. You know, I love y'all. Uh, I'm, I'm still checking the show, baby. I ain't as tight on it as I should be, but you know, I'm still with you right there. Shout out to Rogan and Miller. I'm sorry. Choke Miller. Uh, even though you're a heartless motherfucker, uh, Miller, you know. I'm just saying. Uh, shout out to all my black sisters. Don't even front. <laughs> Don't even get on that bullshit. Let them motherfuckers say what they want. Real niggas love y'all. And, uh, one more thing. 
shout out to my nigga for I mean, like, hell, I ain't even listening to your shit. So, nigga, after you put that shit out, you know, I'm just with you, nigga. And as far as all that bullshit, people eat good stuff, hell yeah, that nigga was smiling at the beginning of the video. This nigga been talking about getting pussy for the last 20 years, and he has finally been able to say the word pussy and a soul. Are you crazy? And one more thing. Baby, baby, I love you. I just want you to be happy, baby. Don't you ever think that this nigga right here is trying to diss you. I just want you to be happy. And I think a dick might make you happy. So you go on to your thing, baby. If you got to call in 50 times between dick rides, you're going to call in. Talk to y'all niggas later. Love y'all. Oh. <laughs> We got the best callers, man. Uh, first of all, what the fuck was that in the background, dog? <laughs> <laughs> he sounded like he was at a juke joint. I, think, I said, I taped it. I said Johnny Walker. I think he was listening to some Johnny Taylor. <laughs> this is a Johnny Taylor in the background, dog. Um, and then I like, uh, that was funny what he said about Clove. He called him a cold motherfucker. <laughs> Clove ain't never gonna live that shit down. <laughs> <laughs> we love you, baby. He called, he called that woman a bitch and she gave her kidney to her boss and got fired. And he was like, she a bitch. I can tell. Damn. He didn't care, man. Ain't nobody gonna ever let him live that shit down. I told him. I tried to, I tried to help help him. him, Yes. Oh, shit. Uh, there's just too much to comment on in that, but thank you for calling, uh, DH. Um, It's been a while since we heard from you, so, uh, thanks for the recap. Yes. uh, Thank you, sir. Give your opinion, man. Peace. Oh, Jesus. That was good. Right. Karen, uh, it's your boy A Dub, uh, calling again. Um, got a couple random thoughts and I really wanted to share them before I forgot. Okay. Um, first off, just got finished listening to the feedback episode from Saturday. Uh, you try off the return of chill. That was awesome, man. And so I, I actually got a question for Chill and tell anybody of uh, her of uh, the lesbian sexual persuasion that decides to call in or respond, feel free. But she said something about a quickie, and I, I was just curious whether it was possible for lesbians to have quickies because, you know, in my experience, it usually takes time for a woman to get to that point. And, uh, yeah, you know. I was just curious, is it possible for lesbians to have quickies and what would a, a quickie for a lesbian be? Mm. Um, also, a couple other random thoughts with all the, uh, occurrences of, um, you know, animation being made into real movies. Um, you know, just wondering what the next one going to be on that one. Uh, you know, if they decide to do, you know, like a family guy, the life movie. You know, we got a couple actors in Hollywood that can pull it off. And just wondering if Rod, you'd be willing to play Cleveland, you know. And they got, they're going to be pretty damn hilarious. Just trying to get you on the world stage and introduce everybody. In that same vein, this is completely random, but I saw a commercial for the uh, for the Smurfs movie not too long ago when they remade that movie. And obviously didn't see it, heard it was terrible. Mm-hmm. But um, I was willing to bet... And I thought about it when the commercial came out. I was willing to bet that they didn't have jokey Smurfs in the Smurf movie. Because if you remember that little dude, all he did was throw bombs at people. So in this PC society, I think he might be considered a Smurf. I mean, considered a terrorist. (laughs) Um, So, you know, I think jokey may have been a 
Everybody knows a lesbian quickie is 45 minutes, so that's what Chill was talking about. Um, <laughs> you know, as men with superior uh, penises that give us domination and dominion over all things, obviously we're the only people that can make women come within minutes or seconds or whatever. So That's not true. There's no way a lesbian could possibly do this, okay? Obviously. Uh, no matter what kind of gadget she has. So, uh, quick. <laughs> it's science. It's science. It's not even... What uh, science is you using? Roderick science? I don't. I don't even know why A Dub asked that. <laughs> like, of course they they have quickies like everybody else. I don't know. Throw something in there and work it out, bro. <laughs> Watch it go. Yeah. What more is there to it? <laughs> it's like all sex ain't fifty minutes. Hey, how's everything going, Mr. Rod? Mrs. Karen. What's up, baby? Hey, this is uh, Keith from Dallas. Oh, late yeah. night truck driver, man. It's a collect call from prison now. It's rough out here, man. It's hard on these streets, boy. You gotta work. <laughs> gotta beat I up said, Mexicans. I'll take a brief lunch break, man. I was just thinking, man. I think I should be the the official truck driver of the Black Out of Tips, man. I mean, seriously. You can do that. Been listening to the show for a minute, you know, 200 plus episodes. Mm-hmm. No truck driver. I think that's my spot, man. You know what I'm saying? I, I'm going to hold it down. You we know what I'm saying? You, it's stole to me. You know, stole on me. I'm going to hold it down. But, you know, I was really thinking, man. You know, I was um, having this moment the other night when I was, uh, I was talking to my old lady after getting out of work. And, um... I heard, you know, a bunch of dogs getting at each other, whatnot. You know, I had like three ankle biters that live right next door to us. And I got one big old beastly dog that like lives directly behind us. But I've never seen a damn dog. Right? Got this seven foot high fence. Mm. Oh. Well, I'm talking to my old lady and, you know, you hear somebody screaming out. I'm like, what the hell is that? You know? And so I step outside. And um, I was amazed when I stepped outside. I just saw a body just fly across the seven foot high fence into my yard. What? Ooh. And imagine my surprise. It's the little ankle biter, right? Mm. <laughs> he he like he didn't got fucked up. Oh. Now you understand in this situation, I am a dog hater. Well, Michael Vick. I'm not saying he was my hero, but when he went to jail for killing a dog, I mean, I was a little bit kind of pissed by that, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. What's up, Michael Vick? You know, hood down, dog dead. <laughs> so, I mean, just saying. In that situation, my old lady was like, well, he crying, he bleed now, you know, what I'm supposed to do? Now, mind you, though, what he was doing on the other side of the fucking fence, fucking with the beastly ghost dog, I don't know. Mm. But they seem to be getting their ass whooped. And officially, that, you know what I'm saying, one of them didn't escape. Oh, damn. Okay, he got killed. What? Oh, that's the crazy part. He bleeding out. I'm sitting there thinking, what should I do? What should I do? The old lady who he belongs to is not there, you know. And I'm like, okay, well, he in my backyard. 
motherfuckers do. Now, I live out in the sticks, right? Country. So, old ladies, like, you know, you gotta, you can't just let them sit there and suffer. I said, okay, cool. So, I went in the house. Got my taste. Bought me a nice crown and coat for a good time. And, you know, went to the closet. You know what I'm saying? Tooled up. Came back outside. Took the squeak for me. Took the squeak for him. And I blew his little doggy ass to heaven. Because he wasn't going to make it nowhere. And I'm old lady style was on. Now, I just say, you know, what's hell? You know, all dogs go to heaven, so what the big deal? I mean, can you feel me on this one? Can I get an up high? Well, maybe not. Well, still, can I get an up high? I'm just saying. It wasn't nothing else I can do. I'm not a mean man, but I can't have you, you know, fucking up my flower bed back there. Believe me, I'm not saying bleeding all over my soul. You know what I mean? <laughs> so I just want your opinion on that, man. Let me know. Was I wrong for for tooling up and blasting dog to doggy heaven? I mean, mind you, you're an ankle biter, man. Keeps noise up all fucking night. So I figured she wasn't let dog to work, but I. She is one less, you know what I'm saying, little mouth yapping at night. So everything worked out. You know what I'm saying? So I guess I'm almost in my three minutes. And, <laughs> you um, are in like five. Like I say, to be continued, because I tell you how the little white lady came at me about the whole situation. But I get back at y'all, man. Y'all keep doing y'all thing, you know. And by the way, you need to get a show where you got Justin in there. With the chick from D.C. that I heard from a later podcast, I think that will be just the bomb shit. Okay. Y'all be talking good. about D.C. Sports Diva. Mm-hmm. Peace. Oh, Peace. man. This, this, <laughs> this nigga is two for two admitting crimes on the fucking show. <laughs> what the? What is the? This, this is like g up coming into the police station. The fuck is this shit, man? Uh, this, every time I'm, I'm scared to, to see if he got another message on him. We fuck around and be like, "Yeah, man, I I killed seven people and uh, they in my trunk right now." And uh, I just, uh, you know, I don't really like people anyway. My old lady said I shouldn't have killed him. <laughs> he was he was right. God damn, man! I feel like he. By the time he called next week, he's gonna be like, "So I raped three children." And uh, <laughs> no, please no. You no, know, I went ahead and I buried them in the backyard. No. You know, y'all gonna read about me in one of your articles? Can I get it up top? <laughs> no, no, sir. Please stop killing the animals in the in the Mexican, sir. Let's uh, let's try to fall back on those. Uh, Ixnay on the uh, on the arm cray. All right, uh, and uh, yeah, maybe we'll do that. Well, do you know Justin's in studio, uh, DC Sports Diva? She be over the um, over Skype, Skype. but we probably could hook that up some kind of way. Mm-hmm. But um, I don't know if we need to mix Logan and his ratchet ass. Um, no, Logan, yeah. not, oh, she might not hang. All right, here's another uh, voicemail. Hey, Rod. Hey, Karen. Soon to be Dr. Lashonda. It's been a long while since I've email, but I listened to episode 306 about Black Nerd Love, and I just had to call in. 
first of all, and I said this on Twitter and I'll say it here, you put out, you get back what you put out into the universe. So all these men who are claiming to be nerds, who are claiming that women are passing them over and ignoring them, they may want to look inside themselves and see what negativity or nastiness they might be projecting or even insecurity because no one wants to be around someone that is super insecure that they have to baby and take care of. That's say that again. Yes. But number two, in regards to that article, that guy obviously did not watch that show. The, um, this is interest of the awful black girl. Because mm-hmm. if he had watched it from the beginning, he would have saw that the black guy, that the mild-mannered black guy was playing the, the main character. That at the very beginning, he was having some other woman hug all up on him, kiss him all up in the face. And so what, he wound up with someone else. Would he, as a man, have allowed the same? Allow her to be hugging up on some dude all up in his face, kissing up on some dude, and then as soon as she found someone, he wanted, she wanted to come kissing around. Mm-hmm. So why is it that black women have to be allowed to put up with that behavior? We ain't that damn desperate. Anyway, you guys keep up the good work. Just because I haven't been writing, 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 writing or calling, I still listen. And thanks for the game recommendations, Karen. I'm loving Mini Ninjas. Like I said, you are yes. my go-to for Xbox games. Thank you very kindly. Cool. You guys have a good one. Bye-bye. Bye-bye, babe. Thank you, Dr. L- soon-to-be Dr. LaShonda yes. um, for calling the show. It has been a while. Um, she's been with us for a long time. time yes. And, um, yeah, man, I, I, I just... Like I, I, I've, I like I'm, I've also not really watched uh, Awkward Black Girl, although I've heard nothing but good things. And I do need to sit down and watch it, but it's just funny that someone would take that much about race relations mm-hmm. from that show, and you know, be so negative. And then, especially when he brought up the whole like uh, medicine for melancholy, I think was the name of it. Um, and he's like, oh, well, why didn't the black nerds get together? And they both were like in relationships mm-hmm. with other people that just happen to be white. And like, it's just this weird, like, um, ownership of like each other because we're in the same <laughs> racial group, but not with the like type of upliftment. It's just like only the judgment, only the negativity is like, where's the support? Where's the, I just want you to be happy, you know? So. Yep. I don't know, dude. That's just, I don't know. Seems whack. But, uh, yeah, here's another uh, voicemail. What's up, niggas? No, I love y'all. Check it out, man. I've been meaning to call you. Uh, you getting to do this shit. All these cool motherfuckers trying to dress like nerds. Oh. Look at athletes and shit. Athletes and models and shit. I think it's wrong breaking out. People think they're stupid. As opposed to being thought of as stupid, they do some stupid shit like, you know, glasses and dressing like people that they feel represent what is smart. Everybody always want to think that the dude that's dressed like a nerd is always smart. They don't realize there's a lot of dumbass nerds out there. Yes. Mm-hmm. That's why they're wearing glasses with no damn lenses. And <laughs> people think it makes them look smart. True. That's all it is. They do some shit hoping. But, uh, y'all, man, I got you later, and I. Hey, you got a little broke up, All that extra shit Karen wanted to bring in. Knock yourselves out. Later. <laughs> He's probably talking about when we were moving. Yes. Um, but, um, yeah, man. And, you know, it's funny. Like I said, it's patronizing to people who actually are kind of nerds or grew up socially awkward mm-hmm. or whatever. Um, and it's also funny because, like, Steve Urkel was, you know, the laughing stock of, like, we all understood he was a nerd and it was okay to pick on him on Family Matters. 
and we grow up and fucking LeBron James and Derrick Rose are doing photo shoots in like Vanity Fair and Vogue and, and GQ and all this shit looking exactly like Steve Urkel when we grew up. Mm-hmm. Like it's just, it's, it's so ironic, man. It's just weird. All right. We got another voicemail. Let's hopefully no crimes on this one. What's up, Mr. Rod? Miss Karen? Hey, man, it's your boy out of Dallas, Texas. Big Keith. Oh, Jesus. Um, <laughs> let me ask you a question, Rod. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't I'm know. I'm at this birthday party, right? Mm-hmm. Everybody's chilling, you know, celebrating my, my guy, you know, birthday or whatever. You know, he's turning uh, 34. You know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah, by the way, my birthday in May. May the 11th on Friday, big dog. Happy birthday. On birthday, baby. Yeah, I mean. Whew, one more year in the book, dog. Wait, did he just I give his birthday? You know, you know what I'm talking about. Okay. So we had the party, man. And, um, you know, my old lady, you know, she had to work, so she couldn't come. And I'm chilling with my cows and everybody drinking. And, you know, I was like, hey, man, I'm buy a round for them. I'm going to buy a round. They were like, okay, cool. You know? So, I'm drinking Crown and Coke because I'm an old school cat. You know what I'm saying? I've been doing, you know what I'm saying, Crown and Coke, you know what I'm saying, since 16. My uncle used to drink it. I follow right in his footsteps. You know, drink a champion. You know, easy drink, stay in my lane. You know, hey, more Crown and Coke, couple cues of ice. You know what I'm saying? I ain't trying to get really crying. I'm trying to stay in my lane, be easy. You know what I'm saying? I ain't trying to swerve. You know what I mean? How come one of the dudes... You know what I'm saying? Didn't know I didn't know the cat person. But he said there and he said, Well, hey man, let me get some of that uh that peach that peach Ciroc. And I'm just like, you know, hey buddy, I don't know you but you know, hey, I'm buying around and I think you wanna drink peach rock, man, you might have to buy that shit yourself. I, I just can't co sign on that, man. A grown man, you know what I'm saying, drinking peaches. I mean, God Jesus Christ. I hope he didn't I mean, hurt Make sure him. we get a man drink to the Hennessy. You know what I'm saying? That thing I mean, just... pizza mm. I mean, the dude might as well order the damn bikini teeny or some shit. I mean, it was ridiculous. Like, where the boy nuts was? I don't know. <laughs> Maybe his girl cut him off, stitched him back up, and sent him out to play with the boys tonight. I don't, I don't get that, man. Am I wrong, Ryan? Yes. Am I wrong with telling this bouncer that he needed to buy his own pizza rock? I mean, I don't fuck with Puppy, the shiny suit guy. I don't support the brand. Fuck that. I can't, I, I can't be a part of that type of shit. You know what I'm saying? I mean, everybody looks, you know, like, hey, that's some weird shit that's going on. You know what I'm saying? Everybody look at me like I'm the bad guy, but then the birthday dude, you know, my boy, he looked he look back and said, hey, damn, good call. And I'm like, that's the only one I can make. Pizza rock? Hey, man. When did it get cool to drink a peach flavored drink? I missed the boat on that one, man. And you know what? If I'm offending anybody out there in the Twitter verse, the Facebook verse, I don't know what the fuck verse you in. But if I'm offending you to drink a peach, man, fuck it. This is your man. Let the women drink the, the flavored shit. Yes. You know what I'm saying? It falls in line with, you know what I'm saying, they woman equality. <laughs> but you be a fucking man. That's some shit that don't put some fucking hair on the chest. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. No, no shit. Mm-mm. Damn. And if you're going to drink it, 
Don't fucking call it out, man. Just go to the bar like a gentleman and do that shit on your own time in the privacy of you and that fucking bartender who is laughing at your ass, by the way. <laughs> That's my rant. Let me make this drive to the crib, man. I just would say, oh, yeah. Man, bring the damn show back, okay? Can we get the show back? <laughs> damn. I mean, you know, I know you're moving and everything, but does it really take that many days? I mean, you yes, had nigga. Justin help me, for God's sake. I'm just saying, you had the man about. We get real ass up in there, too. All the people that be on your show, hell, they might as well help you fucking move. Damn. <laughs> if, if that was the case, it shouldn't have took but a couple hours. You know what I'm saying? All right. <laughs> I hope everything goes and things going well for y'all. Y'all be good. Keep some dollars. I'm out, man. Peace. So, in, in a series of about three calls, this nigga has admitted to, like, three crimes, give his name, location, birth and date. birthday. Man, I just hope... Be safe out there on those streets. Yeah, I just hope some of the... Uh, some of the cops who listen to the show ain't ain't ain't, ain't got ain't too uh far from too, I hope that I hope you far enough away, brother. I, yeah, someone someone said he gonna give his social security number on the next call. Please don't, sir. Um, Please don't. As far as drinking sweet flavored drinks, yeah, you know I don't give a fuck because I drink uh Grey Goose and Malibu. I call it Malibu, y'all. Oh, it's delicious. And if it's good enough for Kanye, it's good enough for me, and I'll be judged. I don't give a fuck, yeah. man. I'm a grown ass man. It works both ways. Yeah, I, I drink like, sweet tea, vodka, and lemonade. Well, you're a woman, and and women don't have to live under the uh, double standard that men do. Oh, but okay. uh, the way I look and at I it don't is, need no hair on my chest. Me being a grown grown ass man works both ways it's kind of like being black anything i do is some shit a grown ass man would do whether it's playing xbox ah. watching avengers in the movie theater drinking fucking uh peach ciroc which i would never ask anybody for because i've never had it but if, if it was good i drink that shit and don't give a fuck you know what i mean just wrap a napkin around it so nobody knows what you're drinking <laughs> put in a plastic cup put in a plastic cup and uh That's pretend that and then go oh man this johnny walker is strong and then walk away yep Hi, Rod and Karen. I just wanted to call and say I really love the show. And I'm Tanisha from South Jersey. I'm calling because I wanted to thank you for the episode called uh, Black Nerd Love. I wanted to thank you for addressing that horrible article about, I guess, African-American nerds not able to find love. Yeah. I'm a female black nerd with, you know, and I happened to, like, look over, like, my past dating history, and I realized I have dated mostly white nerds. Mm. And I come to realize why this happens, based on this article. It's because black nerds don't hang out with other nerds. <laughs> I'm in, uh, I go to anime conventions, I go to comic book shops, nerdy movies, sci-fi book clubs, the whole nerdy jazz thing. And there's nothing but white guys there. And that's who I end up dating. Mm. So if you're a black nerd and you want to date an African-American female nerd, maybe you should stop hanging out in clubs and start hanging out at nerdy functions. Mm. So I want to say thank you again for defending the black female nerds and black females in general. You guys totally have it right. Plus, nerds make really bad dates. Mm. I mean, I'm saying... Maybe coming over to your house and playing video games is not the best for a state that makes you want to drop my candy. <laughs> All right. Thank you very much. Enjoy the rest of your day. Bye. Uh, I feel love. Well, there's a couple things to that. Number one, um, 
uh, I would I don't want to generalize. I want to say the specific type of black nerd who writes those angry articles and says those demeaning comments about women and black women in general. Those dudes, you're right. I think they do go to the club to, and they don't really associate in the necessarily in the culture. Yes, but also, man, um, just anyone who's thinking like that already is fucked up, mm-hmm. and and people shouldn't be dating them. And that's what I think got lost in the whole discussion. Is like. No, some people are undateable whether they're fucking nerd or not. Just That's right. Like, and I'm tired of being like, well, you're, you're a nerd and you're socially awkward, so let's all lower the bar for you. No, you can still be a good person and be a nerd. Mm-hmm. You don't have to like jump into asshole territory and start mm-hmm. generalizing and making these, uh, stereotypes about all these people and pretending like black women fucking owe you something because Say you're black, you're black and you're not in prison and shit. Like, it's the you bare minimum. Cookie? Yeah, it's the bare minimum type thing. And it's like, maybe there's no chemistry there. Every black woman you see doesn't want to jump on your dick, dog. Yes. And you just got to um learn how to accept that, dog. And, and and to be honest, be yourself and you'll get with someone that, you know, understands you for you. And you can be happy, you know. You can be happier together that way. Whether than, uh, rather than trying to uh, be something you're not and being mad at someone for being attracted to something you aren't. You just, mm-hmm. You're just not that guy at the club that's balling like that. You're not mm-hmm. the guy, you know, the guy that you call a thug because you didn't get with that chick. You're just not that guy. So stop trying to be and stop so. being so jealous and petty, man. Like, go find the shit that you're into. And just generally, naturally, you'll be around people who are into the shit that you're into. Mm-hmm. And you can meet up that way. But I don't know. The emphasis on race in this discussion is just so weird to me. You know, like I was, I was on Twitter today and I saw um, Lark Voorhees. Um, who played Lisa Turtle on Saved by the Bell. Mm-hmm. Like, she has, like, I don't know if it's plastic surgery, skin bleaching, or something, but she has messed her face and just messed herself up. Oh. Like, she just, like, she no longer is a near, even a shade of attractive as what she was when she was younger. Wow. And I don't know if it's that Hollywood culture, you know, whatever. Mm-hmm. But, like, I saw Brandon Phenom Black tweeting about it, and he was like, black women, when y'all gonna understand that plastic surgery is just not for you? And I was like, so now it's racial? Cause it's just that amount of plastic surgery just isn't good for anyone. New. Like unless a chimp has ripped your face off, and you need to start over from scratch, and no one should get what she had done to her. Done That's to her. That's right. You know? your, your skin is not designed to stretch like a rubber band. Yeah, but it's like we're so quick to just be on some black women need to do this. Black women, and I'll just I reject that shit. Yeah, it's I just, don't care anything about uh, that type of thing. That just look like human. That's all I ask. Is you look human? Yeah, I don't even care if I'm not fucking you. Do whatever you want to your face. Who gives a fuck? <laughs> That's true. Hey. Hey. It's, uh, it's Mr. Westside. Oh, shit. Been a while. Of the show. Unless no the year on here or something. Otherwise, I'm still it. Anyway, just wanted to ask this question. Yes, brother. Could it possibly... Could this possibly be the case that Sweet Brown was the voice of Letitia in BFX? Just thought I'd bring that up. Peace. Okay, only like three people are gonna get this joke, but um, okay, Deus X is I played it on the show. Is the, we have a run in with a crackhead, mm-hmm. um, who works in oh, um, in a video game. Yeah, yes. Uh, let me see if I can. Bring I up remember that. Clip. That was a terrible ass game. Uh, yeah, she um, she 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 was the worst. It was uh. 
this is crackhead like random um, random person that you run into and it's like you go ask her and she's like talking in like slave language almost you know oh, the master. yeah this is like a lot of a lot of that um so let me see if i can find it uh let's see dsx dsx racism here we go leticia the trash lady and uh this is some audio well shit if it ain't the captain himself mr sarah don't fixed you up good ain't it give you a new set of glasses and- remember this is detroit in the future this is like detroit 2075 or something and this is how black people still talk. Everything. Damn. How you doing, Letitia? Didn't think I'd see you walking this boulevard anytime soon. That's for sure. Not after what happened six months ago. People said you's down for the count. People tend to underestimate me. <laughs> you and me both, Captain. You and me both. Uh, you uh, got any credit? Okay. So that's her. And then um this apparently is um Sweet Brown. Um and and here's the problem with YouTube, like everybody has remixed this and made a video like a, mm-hmm. a video out of it. Like I just want the original Sweet Brown commentary. Uh not even able to find it no yeah, more. Yeah, it's like you gotta fight so hard to find Ville it. Apartments near Northwest twenty third and Villa. Five units were damaged and the entire complex Maybe without electricity for some time. Red Cross is assisting displaced families. One resident describes her horrifying experience when she first realized the complex was on fire. Well, I woke up to go get me a cold pop. And then I thought somebody was barbecuing. I said, oh, Lord Jesus, it's a fire. Then I ran out. I didn't grab no shoes or nothing, Jesus. I ran for my life. And then the smoke got me. I got bronchitis. Ain't nobody got time for that. According to- <laughs> ah, that could right there. So, uh, yeah, I, I think he solved the mystery. Yes. Those are the same, same people. people. Yes, they are. All right. Uh, and I guess that's all the voicemails. I thought we had one more, but it's only one second long. So they must have hung Good. up. But, um, all right. So phone lines are open now. 704-557-0186. Oh, so that right there. That's the same one, the zero seconds, the one you got up. That those those are all the voicemails I have, Karen. Okay. Um Yeah, one second. So oh, yeah, okay. you guys can um call now if you want to talk to us live, but we're gonna finish off the rest of the feedback real yep. quick. Phone lines are open. Uh but yeah, phone lines are open, seven oh four five five seven zero one eight six. Uh all right, so um let's go look at the actual web page. Let's do that, son. Check out some of the comments on the polls. So go to the blackgautists.com. We put up a poll after every episode. And uh you can go there, you can leave comments on the polls, you can vote in the polls, you can leave comments on the actual page. Mm-hmm. Um we appreciate all of it and we read it all. So the poll for the first episode, uh Cheese Executive Officer, episode three oh four. Uh, it was about Pop Son, who has been having beef with Where's My 40 Acres. He's actually been uh, trying to keep instigate more drama between them and uh, the Dark Hater from the Haterazzi podcast. Like, just, you know, just trolling and, and just being dramatic and stuff. And uh, he got mad because Deidre called him a punk. And then he went on Twitter, was calling her a hood rat and telling Dr. Hater, oh, you were right about that fat hood rat and all this mean shit he was saying. 
And, you know, I thought, wow, this dude, it's like she called him something and then he went out and proved it. Like, you know what I mean? Like, he could have just said, oh, whatever, walked away and nobody would have even thought, like, everybody would have been like, oh, she's just picking on him or she's just messing with him and they're joking. Mm-hmm. And she was just joking with him, I yeah, believe. she was. But uh, he took it very uh, personal and, uh, or at least it seemed to be personal. I don't know. He says he was joking the whole time, but you never know. Nope. Um, and uh, now he's kind of become a target. So I put the poll out there. Is Popson a punk? 81% of people say yes getting all mad at where's my 40 acres proved it 19 percent of people say no nope. he no he's right where's my 40 acres is picking on him for no reason so 19 percent of people voted for pop son is not a punk larry said i mean it's pop son son it kind of it's kind of what he does i don't even listen yet but why keep submitting music to people who essentially cannot make or break your musical career if they hate it Time and time again, they hate it. He loves the attention. Greg says, Popson is just going to write another diss track, quote unquote, and they will clown him again. He just can't win. Shrug life. You know, they've actually given him props on several of his songs. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, it's like, I don't think he, it's funny because I just don't think he takes their advice. I don't think he cares. Like, they'll give him advice and he's just like, yeah, I'm going to do what I did before. So it's just just like he's just trolling the show for no reason, man. Um, Popson wrote in. He says, LOL. Yeah, it's cool. I like the attention, Larian. How could Where's My 40 Acres possibly launch my rap career? All they do is hate on everything. People, I sometimes I just be like, wow, really? But fuck that chick for calling me a punk. She doesn't know me. Talk about my music all you want. But how can you judge calling me a punk um when you never had spoken to me that's what pissed me off plus i had a long day at work was trying to hear some unfocused bullshit and the first thing i hear is that yes it pissed me off i'm not hurt more than angry and i said i don't know pop son you seem pretty hurt to me also she does she does know you you're in a chat room every week you're hitting her up on twitter all the time you're sending in songs for her to show constantly she knows you as well as i do and if i were to make a joke about you being a punk i don't think you would go you'd be going on twitter to do uh or going to other podcasts that have beef with me and trying to get them to start our drama would you um and that's that's and that's my belief like i don't get why you know i'll make a joke about pop son and he kind of laughs it off and knows that i'm just joking with him yeah, but then we like, all about the jokes deidre or somebody says a joke and he's like fuck y'all i'm like damn dog be all right man calm down uh eddie long writes in he says i think i could shape and mold pop son into a strong young man oh eddie i can hear the sweet potential in his voice I think he we could teach each other the way. Contact me at eat underscore man underscore meat at AOL.com. Run, pop son, run. And he also wrote in, I was so excited about pop some. <laughs> pop some. I couldn't type. Please forgive me. <laughs> wow. Oh, oh Eddie. Eddie Long. It's been too long since you called the show. You need to leave us a voicemail again. Yes, you do, sir. Um, <laughs> Miss <laughs> Cristobal left a uh, long, long response to episode 304, che- cheese Cheesy. executive uh, officer. Yes. Uh, she says, ha, 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 oh, my goodness, I heart you guys so much. 
I first started listening to this episode in the middle of my Saturday AM running around right at the part when y'all started reading my long behind rant and Chillington, the greatest ever called and interrupted. I almost had an accident on myself. I know, I know TMI, but, <laughs> but just keeping it 100. Then I decided to be bold and listen to the whole podcast, Mr. Moody style while at the gym. Luckily I didn't fall off or break nothing, uh, it, or fall off nothing or break anything. Success. Matter of fact, I'm just, I'm going to start adding, I'm going to add listening to y'all while hitting the elliptical as part of endurance training. I don't know if you want to do that. Kind of like how pimp daddy Matthew Knowles made Beyonce in them running heels and tube tops while singing. Plus all that laughing counts for like negative 74 calories per minute <laughs> and it works to your core. Okay. 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 So first of all, my comments and voicemail from last week is why I don't do drugs. I don't need to. <laughs> Matter of fact, fall semester during my senior year in college, we did smoke some clothes while drinking and chewing on minty gum. Mmm, tasty. Yeah, we did that until we found out that clothes weren't clothes in the spice rack and were as worse as regular cigarettes, that and black and mild, so we stopped that. Then we smoked a little weed and realized that we needed all them brain cells we had to get through those finals and stop that as well. So I wrote all that to say I like clothes, even used the spice out the spice ones and teas and ham and everything and that my natural eccentricities motivate me not to use narcotics so clove nilla if i hurt your feelings i am sorry but your job in middle management has polluted your maple syrup eating free health clear and education have an innocent canadian brain and i'm telling you dude once you quit that job and re-listening yourself calling that lady giving her boss a kidney a jerk you'll be like gasp did i really say that shame on me eh I think <laughs> I thought I had Chonilla on my podcast rotation, but I don't surprisingly. But I do remember having QC uh, kid convo with Shirley Chocho on Twitter. Hmm. Hmm. I feel like I just contradicted myself like dude from Seattle talking about black dudes who don't date black women, don't hate themselves because his brother-in-law who married a white woman has black friends. But the other black dudes <laughs> in Seattle have revitaligo. Shout out to Uncle Ruckus. Like, I like smoking cancerous clothes, and I'm okay with the man clothes. Also, I don't do drugs, but I smoke a little weed, black and mouths, and cancerous clothes way back in the day. Anywho, to get to the most important matter at hand, <laughs> do I support Cunnilingus? Hmm, do I? Question, question, bunch of question marks. Of course I do. I'm just a straight girl who goes through too many what-if scenarios in my mind. Like, what if I presented, if I'm presented with a vagina in my face, what would I do? And my first instinct would be to scrunch up my face and repel the pussy. Kind of like the female version of Larry and them from Man Listen, who had their dick sucked prior to performing pussy licking. I, I had the opposite situation where I was eating out years before I dined on the man meat. FYI, I'd like, I'd scrunch up my face and repel them non-cunning linguist coons if they ever came in my face too. Overall, I have been known to fall asleep while listening to podcasts and dream about podcasters and the topics they talk about, like me dreaming Rodrin had a baby and were happy about it. I remember that. Matter of fact, I did dream about pussy eating after falling asleep listening to a podcast during the height of some intense sexual frustration about a year ago. The man who was eating me out was none other than the good doctor from BK, Aaron Rand Freeman. Gas, clutches pearls. <laughs> we, we, should, we, can, we can never take this long off again. People just confessing shit. <laughs> I know, right? I'm like, I don't know if Aaron listens to the show, but 
good God. I already hear him screeching, ma'am. Ha 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 ha. I just burned 154 calories right now. That pretty much is why I don't, didn't ever approach him at blacking it up events. Oh, the shame, embarrassment, and moistness. Oh, Lord. <laughs> But luckily, I'm past that stage in my life. Wish y'all was sponsored by Adam and Eve back then. But I can make up my naughty go bag by, for emergency situations. Gabby sigh. Anywho, love y'all. Hugs and kisses. Miss Crystal. Wow. Just, <laughs> just wow. Uh, thank you for writing the show, Miss Crystal. Yes. And, uh, uh, yeah. Um, that's a lot. That was a lot. Um, <laughs> uh, we had a poll for uh, episode um, 305, Pay Me for Silence, uh, where we had the guests uh, Casey and Chris Lehman from um, the Black Is Podcast. Mm-hmm. And we talked about all kinds of stuff. Um, but one of the stories we covered was about a fertility clinic where a gay couple received the wrong race of baby. Mm-hmm. And they were very upset, so we put it to we put a poll out there because Karen was like, "I wouldn't take I take that baby back." Well, she said she wouldn't, but come on, <laughs> we know wouldn't. she would take fries back if she wanted <laughs> order, order rings. Okay, guys, trust me, she'd take that baby back. So, um, it said I, the question was, if you get a baby of the wrong race from the fertility clinic, do you return it? Forty six percent of people said yes. This is not what I ordered. It's supposed to have secret sauce on it. Fifty-four percent said no. It's a baby. I will love it either way. Uh, let's see what the comments say. Dennis says I voted keep the baby without listening to the episode. I reserve the right to change my vote later. Without <laughs> listening to the episode, uh, DA says, "God damn! Not only is this shit close, but babies are fucking losing." <laughs> I thought that was like yeah early in the poll babies were losing in a landslide uh, i thought i thought your barren ass was hurting to see an innocent life you could be part of shaping the fuck we doing it up burger king style now can someone please tell me where all that looking out for the child's best interest wandered the fuck off to so the slim 651 says nope there is not a return policy on these kids wasn't there a reason you're doing this whole in in vitro fertilization nonsense uh, you can't make a goddamn baby yourself. So first, mugs need to stop feeling like they can mold their lives into what they want with their own two hands. Shit happens. You got bad plumbing. Your soldiers don't work, etc. And now something that was never going to happen due to your body chemistry can now be made possible. And you got the nerve to say, nope, that kid ain't from the geno- from from my geno code. Well, if this isn't the best way to find out who is racist and who is not, this could be the test. I know it's so. Uh, Eddie Long says, I will keep that baby. Show us so much love and tenderness. Oh, Eddie. Oh, Eddie. Not the babies, man. Um, all right. Who's two comments? We had a couple comments on this episode, yep. too. Um, let's see what they had to say. Um, the first one's from J- uh, JCB3. He says, I agree. Tyler Perry is the worst filmmaker. Okay, maybe not the worst, but in the bottom five of all time. And they discussed it on Sickly Cat Radio a while back. Tyler Perry Coon or Tycoon is the name of that episode. Uh, Nick Ju says, first ride ended the lockout. Then he got George Zimmerman arrested. Now Tyler Perry Studios, you are supposed to use your powers for good and not evil, Roderick. I don't know. If, if that was my power, I'm... I, no one got killed, so we just stopped Tyler Perry from making more movies. I, yes. That's not evil. Ah, um, ah. If that's what happened. 
Um, let's see. Sherrod, this is episode, uh, 306, Black Nerd Love. Um, part of this, we talked about me getting my phone stolen at the YMCA. Mm-hmm. And, uh, the question for the episode was, should Rod have called the police to report his phone stolen? 29% of people said yes. 71% of people said, why bother? Which is where I was at with it. Mm-hmm. It's like, fuck it. They got my shit. Eddie Long says, I was, I was there to keep you safe. It's terrible the way you were violated. Oh, Lord. <laughs> Keith says, just going from experience from when my car got broken into, I would only call the police if I need a police report. It is only disappointing to have them tell you they are not going to look for the guy or try to solve your crime. In my CSI fantasy, I thought the police were going to come out, dust my car for fingerprints, and find a criminal. Yeah, a you lot. Of, they don't do that shit no more. Mm-hmm. And a lot of constituencies have actually taken uh, robbery and theft off of the books. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Um, you actually call, report, you get a number to give to the insurance companies and shit like that, but they're not coming. I, Damien Johnson, uh, Jackson says, yeah, dog, I had a similar situation and luckily had that insurance, got a police report and Verizon replaced an iPhone. Good shit. Yeah, I didn't have the insurance. They weren't offering it when I got the phone, though. Mm-mm. I got it now, though. I know it's so. Pope Snagginhouse says, after a two-month hiatus from my job, not letting me be great, it was a pleasure to listen to this amazing episode. Y'all haven't missed a beat. As for the poll question, hell no. Rod should not have called the police. If he did, they then he'd have to try to sound really white and give the police a generic criminal black man description. And stolen iPod uh, could have turned into another Trayvon case. <laughs> Yeah, that's another reason. I mean, the thing is, man, I just felt that they weren't going to do anything. I Like, I didn't even feel like, oh, yeah, they're going to be suspicious of me or whatever. Just, you know, they're not going to do shit. So why am I wasting my time and that time? I need that's to go to the store right. and get my new phone. Uh, okay, let's see. We got two comments on this episode. Miss Crisable says, Rodrin. I said, Rodrin, I feel like Sparta kicking everybody. I feel especially in college, I was a huge black nerd cheerleader, bouncing around, shaking all my pom-poms, getting to all their meetings, hanging out and all that. Asked out the biggest nerd and got rejected. Nigga was getting his Stephen Urkel on. <laughs> Stefan Urkel on, sorry. But anyway, for the most part, I think our awkwardness canceled each other out. Yeah, that's another thing that's never considered in these things. When they talk about, well, why don't black nerd women get with black men? Well, you think you're socially awkward. Maybe she's a little socially awkward. Maybe she's not on the prowl either, motherfucker. Like, or maybe she does like you and she doesn't know how to say it. It's, it's not, you know, it's not fucking science. It's, it's a relationship. It's an interaction between two people. So it's, mm-hmm. it's not always going to just be A equals B plus C. You're like, it's, mm-hmm. it's, sometimes you have to work a little bit for it. So you never know. Um, anyway. You know what? I think I just had a breakthrough. I think that's why I get the urge to punch Elon James White in the gut. I feel like I was the nerdy, quiet black girl sitting next to them dudes in those smarty, arty classes in high school. Only two blacks cracking jokes, but getting bypassed for the Beckys and the Sha- or Shaquandas. Gabby sigh. <sighs> I don't know. Life goes on, I guess. Anyways, love you guys. Yeah, man. Thank fuck you. Elon for finding uh, Emily and being happy and stuff and getting married. <laughs> Son of a bitch. No, I wish Elon was What's the wrong best. with him? Tired of this shit, man. You mess with them Beckys and Shaquandas. You know how Elon likes to go on about the Beckys and Shaquandas all the time on his show? <laughs> yeah. Your anger is justified. You don't sound just like the opposite of those black male nerds I know, at all. right? Mike in London says, good luck with your move. 
Thanks, Mike. And uh, we did have pretty good luck, man. We did. So we appreciate that. Um, all right, guys. That's that's it for um, that's it for these. Uh, let's go through the emails. And uh, then I think that's the last thing. Of course, like I said, phone line still open, 704-557-0186. Uh, Miles writes in, hi, Rod and Karen, great podcast. Drove to Jersey on Friday to a Chick-fil-A. Took two and a half hours. Woohoo! Took two and a half hours. I bit into a spicy chicken sandwich. Thank you. You're welcome. <laughs> You're so welcome. <laughs> I saw someone tweeted like I'm addicted to Chick Fil A. It's all Karen's fault on Twitter. Chick Fil A is the boss. So I say that again on Twitter. I was like, "Damn, Karen out here slinging these, slinging this homophobia, yes, slinging that homophobia." <laughs> um, humble brag. Untraceable says, "Hey Rod and Karen, I just saw this come across my timeline. I think I need the. I think I need this seat. Um, so let's see who's talking about." Oh, a man, I saw this article, we didn't cover it, but a man sued BMW because the the seat on the motorcycle he was riding mm-hmm. gave him a permanent erection. Oh, shit. Yeah, um, so. Talking about a hard seat and a hard dick. Yeah. <laughs> uh, hey, Rods and Karen from my, Malcolm. This is Malcolm L. from Chicago, and I just wanted to write about how I love your, the show and never miss an episode now. The show is great. I really enjoy how Rod appeared on the Evening Jones, and they discussed the malice in the palace involving Ron Artest. I hadn't laughed that hard in years. Big shout out to Brent from Georgia because he is a good sport for handling my long-winded comment and turning it into something funny. Yeah, I think that's what's funny about having a, the podcast and, you know, we have fans and then, like, fans interact with each other. And, of course, we encourage them to write in and stuff. Yeah. But it's always funny to me when someone talks about someone else who contributes to the show because it's like, that's a real person. Like, none of us are, like, famous and shit. Like, we, no, all of us are people. just normal-ass people. So, like, we all got to go to work in the morning. So, like, you write something in, like, and I wish that dude would shut the hell up. Like... That's a real dude that's hearing you say you should shut up. That's that's like if I read this email and a week later somebody's like, let me tell you something. Michael Ry- uh, Malcolm L., what an asshole. Hate that guy. I'm like, oh, well, he's a person. Yes, he is. And he's a fan. <laughs> and he's a fan of the show. <laughs> yes, he is. So let's kind of fall back on that. Let's not let's not go in on each other. Oh, we got a call coming in. Um, yo, you're on with the Black Eyed Tips. What's up? Hey, it's Nick. Jew. What is going What's on, up? Nick the Jew? How you doing? I'm good. It's, I'm calling as the official deaconess of the cult of Rod. <laughs> of course, of course. Um, <laughs> what's going on, my young, my Padawan? Yes, yes. I, I'm just calling to tell all the people how good Rod is. Can I get an amen? <laughs> amen! <laughs> no, I'm just watching basketball and like The Walking Dead and you have part to do with that and and so Del Frano said that he told me about The Walking Dead so I'm going to give him his props too but of course. The Walking Dead is a really good show. It is. It is. And it's, it's, it's even better, better in the comic book. book. And I don't say that as one of those book snobs. You know how those like book snobs are always like And I don't what, and I don't read books. Man. Like the book snobs right. are always like, oh well you if you would have read the Hunger Games. No, nah, it's not like that at all. Mm-hmm. The actual comic books are completely different from the show. Yes, they are. Like right. um but but I but be warned if the the T V show is like rated PG thirteen, 
um comic yeah books those comic R. books are rated like x yeah you might as well like it, x yeah nc-17 so it's a lot more valid a lot more uh crazy Graphic. but it's so addictive it is yeah, but yeah I, we love that show Oh, you're a little bit squeamish? Well, mm, yeah, you might not be into it because yeah, it gets it's, pretty bad. It's, it's drawn very, really, really good. And the funny part is that when Roger got him, I like flew through him. Like, I, I beat him and he's the reader at the house. I was reading them shits like quick. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm watching uh, foosball. I guess I have to call it basketball now. <laughs> <laughs> you know what, man? Sports is interesting when you're not watching it like what you see on espn kind of mm-hmm. you know like when you when you're just kind of watching it like to keep up with it kind of like people that watch espn it's not as fun but i like watching it and just doing shit like like oh man look at chris paul's hair it looks mm-hmm. fucking terrible or something you know <laughs> but that's that's that's, that's that's yeah that's but that's how like that's guys fun. like that's the secret that guys have over women with the sports team they always try to be like it's the man cave and it's a man's thing i'm tired of answering questions like what's a travel but when women are in the room all we're doing is saying shit like yo man look at them shoes dog them shoes don't even fucking it was terrible no wonder he hurt his ankle and shit like that like we're not always like, go, breaking down <laughs> stats and having these no. uh pti around the horn no, conversations. conversations no right mostly i'm like oh he cute he's my baby albino like, what yeah, the, what exactly. Like, that's all I'm doing. exactly man people always try to dudes always try to you know keep the women out the room so we uh, I guess I'm giving away the game, but we we sit around and, and do the same shit that women be doing yep. when they watch the sports too. I mean, other than saying someone's cute or something, but I tell you this much: dudes will be like, "Oh, I ain't talking about who's cute and who's not," and I get that, but they'll damn sure talk about who's ugly. They show it with the quickness. Mm-hmm. I just want to be able to follow along with my Twitter timeline and read my friends' blogs and everybody talking about basketball. I'm like, well, I better get right before I get left. And <laughs> it's exciting. I mean, these dudes out here balling. I haven't watched basketball since the 90s. Well, Twitter is so good for that. It's like the yes. ultimate um, sports bar experience, yep. except you don't have to leave your couch. It's like mm-hmm. we're all watching the same shit, and it, you know, whether it's basketball wives or yeah. fucking actual basketball and, and the know? thing about it about twitter that i like is that you don't have to be in the know about everything you know because like i said right. everybody's always cracking jokes and poking fun so if you're watching and you're cracking jokes and poking fun it's like you're in the game now and you right. don't really have to know what's happening yeah every once in a while jokes are funny but they funnier now that i know who chris bosh is exactly yeah. <laughs> yes and every once in a while i will accidentally slide into a sports debate and let me tell you something. Those things are boring as fuck. Mm-hmm. It's no fun. Like I'll try mm-hmm. to, I'll try to break out of it with some humor and be like, "Oh, who cares if LeBron is better than Dwayne Wade? They both oh, they get uh, angry. At least uh, Dwayne Wade has all his hair, and they'll be like, I 'I don't care.' What I'm trying to say is the assist to turnover <laughs> ratio. I'm like, fuck. <laughs> No, no, I just want to say he looks like a ninja turtle. Like, yeah, exactly. Say. Yes, let me be. <laughs> yeah, like, can I just talk about Charles Barkley's suit? Can we do that? <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm going to let y'all get back to the show. I, I got to go back into work. I just wanted to say hello. Well, thank you for thank calling you, Nick the Jew. And, uh, no problem. Of course, shout out to R to the Edgy when you see him. In, and tell him I did vote for the gay marriage, man, so they still owe me. He can't, I did, too. He can't be on any reality shows as the gay friend unless it's Tammy Romaine. And I'm not being on no gay shows either with him. Okay. Well, I only made him agree to not be on the straight show, so I don't know. (laughs) You you better watch out for the Bravo logo on those cameras. I'm trying to tell you. 
Yeah, I'm. I'm gotta watch my back. We some dishes out here. Yeah. <laughs> they they come around the corner with the with the big B. You better run, girl. You better run. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm gonna be gone. Like if the Walking Dead was after me. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Nicole. You have a good one. Bye. 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 Oh man, um, good to hear tell, from. Tell Nikki her shoot him in the head. They die. One of our favorite Jews that calls the show. Yes. You know? Um. So yeah. Um. Uh, so yeah. Malcolm basically said that. Uh, um, the sports, yeah, and that's the thing, you know, people always like when I call and talk to Bomani and stuff, but if you look at it 90% of the time, we're not really talking sports. No. It's us talking about like, oh, remember when that dude that looked like Turtle from Honorage walked on the court? Yes. And, um, and, and he got hit with that damn, that, 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 that punch from Jermaine O'Neal when he went sliding across the floor, like, that's not really basketball but it, i don't know it that's that's to me that's what's fun about sports yes uh malcolm also wrote in why did this dude just pull up next to me at the light bumping the black guy who tips loud as hell oh shit now man i gotta find out where do you live malcolm man maybe you know another listener up there dude that's that's insane i can't believe that that happened that's wow that's that's, that's small crazy. world we loud on the pa system uh, Ruben sent me a link to Tyler Perry's studio burning down and asked me, was I in ATL recently? No, 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 no. As if I would have, who do you think I am? Keith from Dallas? I'm not admitting to anything. <laughs> trying to, y'all, we already got accessory after the fact coming through uh, for us. Chick-fil-A goodness. Hey, Ron and Karen, I'm sitting here getting my daily dose of the black guy on and reading my emails. Who walks in but the Chick-fil-A guy to bring a bag full of spicy chicken biscuits. Yes, sir. But I remember how they make a point to let everyone know that they are not open on Sunday because of their religious beliefs. I noticed that the one here has two Hispanics and a white guy that clean the store every Sunday. I guess you can't buy that goodness on Sunday because they don't seem to care about the labor. Ha, <laughs> ha. I wonder if they're if 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 all three are on the payroll. Keep up the great work, guys. The retail goon Tony. So I wonder, yeah, so they can clean the restaurant on the outside on Sundays, but they can't sell no chicken inside. Nope. Mm -hmm. Hypocrisy. (coughs) South Africa is the title of this email. Hey guys, I enjoy your show. I'm listening from South Africa. It would be nice if you give Africa a shout out. Shout out Africa. What what part of Africa? South really? Africa, Karen. Oh, my bad. <laughs> I'm going the whole continent. <laughs> yeah. Um, you know, yeah, is I don't keep up with too much international stuff. Is Mandela free yet? I hope he is. Y'all still on that apartheid? That's all I know is uh yes. that and Steve Biko and, thank you, thank, and Cry Freedom. Thank you, sweetie, for playing us all the way over in Africa, baby. Yeah. Well, South okay. Africa. Oh wait, I think Morgan Freeman and Matthew Damon did a some type of movie about soccer or rugby. They did. So that's what I know about South Africa, guys. I'm I'm not a smart man. On black <laughs> Yusef Crow writes in on black nerds who don't like black women. Hey Rod and Karen, sorry for the long email. Trust me, if Miss Christopher can write one, you'll be fine. Yeah, yeah, this one's good. I married a German, born and raised white woman who really likes cheese, and I'm a black. Oh, of course, she likes. I think you mean loves cheese. That's right. And I'm a black nerd who is slightly lactose intolerant. Uh oh. I've been listening to your podcast, but didn't want to comment because I'm sure you will be overrun by comments from two weeks ago. But I had to do some soul searching because of the questions you posed. I came to the conclusion that I pretty much don't like anyone unless they prove to me otherwise. I'm in the same boat. 
Um, I knew that before, but I forgot that because I'm married and don't think about it much. Yes, I live in Atlanta. My dad didn't have games, so I learned it all from books. Too short, trend, trial and error. But I'm a dude that is very picky and the women that uh, about the women that like me. So I didn't date 10 women at once or whatever. What I found was interesting and a little irritating is that when you date white women seriously, you have to establish that racism and prejudice exist on a real level. Mm-hmm. And if they don't want and if they want to enjoy the, uh, the company of black people that much, then they need to get that shit. Most of the white girls I dated had dated a black person before, but those guys would apparently not say this. And the white girl thinks the only opposition to our relationship could be their parents. Oh, yeah. yeah. It's, it's, it's a different um world because you know you especially with you dealing with different races because you know when you especially dealing with older people or people that already have uh judgments or preconceived notions and things like that you're dealing with both families yeah and i, I mean that's the thing that it is a hurdle you have to get over you can't get over the hurdle please don't get me wrong a lot of people do and but it's just one of those things where there's a certain type of ignorance that you're probably not going to be able to get around and Let's be honest. Most of the other relationships, uh, to some extent, if you just don't see a future with somebody, it's like, why correct them? And that's probably what those other guys were thinking. You know, it's kind of like when, you know, I'll, I'll see black people that hang out with my white friends. And they've been hanging out with them for a while. And I'll see a white dude say something to do something that's questionable. And I'm like, okay, so I'm going to have to be the one to say something because nobody's going to say shit. And it's really, it's just that in the, in the long run, they don't really care about these dudes Mm-mm. the way I do. Or they don't really care about being comfortable. They care more about just getting along to get along. Mm-hmm. So, you know, there's no, they, there's never a point where they stop somebody and check them because they're like, and why waste the time? And I think that's what happens a lot of times in relationships is, you know, I, I remember um, a week ago, someone was posting something on Google Plus about a lady who read an article. Uh, she was a white lady, uh, supposedly, it was on the Internet. And she started leaving comments um, on the article about how, what do you mean white people don't understand racism? I'm a white woman. I, I married a black man and I've been uh you know discriminated against and i've been penalized and i've been institutionalized whatever that means i don't even yeah how do you get institutionalized from dating somebody but anyway um you know i almost got kicked out of my apartment and all this stuff and you know if it wasn't uh my uh my parents uh were doing this that and the other and i almost wasn't allowed to get in my trust fund blah 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 so like there was all the stuff she was saying and it was just kind of like man I would hate to be the dude that's dating you because mm-hmm. like you clearly have a lack of understanding and empathy and you really think it's as simple as, well, I let a black person be inside my vagina. Therefore I understand. Like she said, anyone could write a book on racism, uh, at, uh, even a little kid or something. And, and, and it's very easy to understand. We read one book on it and you completely understand it. And oh I was no. Like, I was just like, wow, that's just amazingly just ignorant. And man, you talked about this. I don't even think that was a real person. I don't mean, yeah, hopefully about. I think, hopefully it was just somebody trolling. Yes. But, I mean, but it's scarier to think that there are people like that out there, you know? Um, but, but anyway, the point being, the point is more that there is a level there. A barrier there that you have to break down, I think, if you're going to be in a kind of relationship like that where you're going to have to discuss these things. And and it's not exclusive to interracial relationships. I think it's kind of all relationships. Mm-hmm. You know, where it's, it's like even if you're a white on white relationship, you may want to discuss how you feel about race. Mm-hmm. It might come up. Yes, sir. You know what I mean? It might come up. 
Uh, it says here, but when I dated black women, I usually had to explain to them that I'm not the run of the mill black guy. Well, what is the run of the mill black guy? So the normal train your man shit was not going to work on me. The ones I dated were always trying to put me through some dumbass test on purpose, like pledging. I remember too many cartoons and sitcoms and movies and, and rap as a kid to not see the patterns coming a mile away. I'm like Shikamaru with that shit. <laughs> um, okay, so I guess my question here is... Do you think the run of the mill black guy needs to to be trained or that they, they're gonna fall for being trained uh or whatever? Like I, because my thing is that I also don't know these men that need to be trained by their women to be a good man. Like they either decided they're gonna be one or they're not. That's right. And there's really no. It's not like oh I just didn't know. Like mm-hmm. no people. It, it generally I think people know right from wrong and they know how to treat each other. But they just don't give a fuck. That's right. And there's no amount of whatever training that can make someone really give a fuck. Nope. You know, it's kind of why I think a lot of relationships have arguing in them because the arguing is substituted for um, thoughtfulness. It's like, well, look, I can't make you thoughtful. But what I can do is be such a pain in the ass that you won't do this shit again because instead of actually being legitimately thoughtful and thankful for me, yeah. you'll just be thankful to not argue with me. It, that's not the right way because the thing about it, when you approach people like that, that shit is temporary. They'll do it temporary versus if you do it the other way, it's more of a long-term type of thing. Well, I don't want to say it's not the right way. It's just not the way we work. But well, people can do whatever the fuck they want to because I've seen it work for other people. It's just not our thing. No, I'm, well, put it like this. I know it don't work for my ass because yeah. I don't fuck. It won't be pretty. Put it like that. Yeah. Nah, we don't work that way. But, yeah, I, I mean, I don't know. I think, and I also don't think what your the type of testing and training isn't exclusive to black women. Mm-mm. And um, you know, there's like that's what's funny to me. There's a bunch of um, you know, we know Tyrese, Tyler Perry, and all this shit with their books about what black women need to do. Y'all do realize the romance and the advice section of every bookstore is like ninety five percent white, right? Mm-hmm. So it's like so somehow white women don't get this reputation of he's just not that into you being some type of, you know, training or tricks or the rules or whatever. It's it's like it only it gets stuck on black women every time. It's just weird. It's like you could date a white woman and she could also try to change you. But it's somehow it won't, she won't get the label of she was trying to train your man. You know what I mean? It's just weird. Uh, I understand when nerds want to date someone and they don't get any play in general. I get that if you start, if you're trying to talk to black girls who most of your early life, for most of your early life and got dissed, how you would be upset at sisters. Um, but once I saw a real, one real nerd get a black girl, I got no excuses. Besides, if the girls who gave me a hard time trying to date them would have said yes, that probably would not have been fun at all. Um, yo, let me just throw this out to you though. Um, also, to add on to this point, I, I get that too because I think what happens is that you you're attracted to black women, so most of your interactions are with black women. But if you're awkward, and then it just so happens that you're not getting any play from black women, it becomes a well, this is how black women are thing. It's not a how I am because you're not really trying to talk to white women. You're not really trying to branch out into whatever. You're not, you know, you're kind of forcing it. You're going, you know, you're looking at women that are into jocks and athletes and going, why aren't they into me? You know what I mean? Stuff like that. So you end up kind of misplacing this uh, idea and turning it into, well, black women just don't appreciate this shit. It's like, well, no, actually, 
you go back through your life, probably nobody was trying to fuck with you at that time. Mm-hmm. You know, unless you, and you know, maybe there was some nerdy chick you could have hollered at, but you was like, fuck her. I don't want to holler at her. I'm trying yep. to get with, the, like, trying to get like, with the cheerleader. And like I said, them chicks be there, but y'all walk straight past them. Uh, let's see. Shout out to freaks and geeks. When the main geek spent all his time trying to get with the cheerleader and when he finally got her, he figured she was lame and broke up with her. Yeah, that's another revenge fantasy thing. I think a lot of black, no, fuck that, not black. A lot of nerds get into this whole idea of like one day I'm gonna be, I'm gonna have money, I'm gonna have a car, and I'm gonna be smart, I'm gonna have a good job, and then these bitches gonna pay. And I'm like, well, that's not the healthiest way to look at women. No, it's not. If you profess to want relationships and all this stuff, that's what you're telling these women. That's not what they want. Nah, it's not. They just want to run through the women like like they feel everybody else do. Yeah, Professor LCH actually sent me a link about a scientific study or breakdown. I don't know if it's a study, but it's a breakdown of how there's like this. uh, Remember I was joking about altruistic dick? Mm-hmm. And how dudes try to act like, oh, I just want to help this girl so much that I, mm-hmm. it's not even, but it's like, no, you want to fuck her. You ain't trying mm-hmm. to save her. You mm-hmm. don't want no relationship with her. Mm-hmm. You just want to fuck her. You want to feel mm-hmm. like you're winning and you're mad because other people are fucking her. So they become thugs and she becomes a whore and it becomes black women ain't shit. And it becomes all these things because you're actually the one who's, who's upset by this. Mm-hmm. Um, so uh, she sent this thing, this breakdown of basically how a lot of guys, Try to use the game of being a good man, quote unquote. Mm-hmm. It's like, oh yeah, yeah, my game, my end is being the nice guy, quote unquote, nice guy. You know, like I'm not actually genuinely nice. I don't actually want to help you. Mm-mm. I'm just doing this because if I don't get some pussy, I'm gonna hold it against you. Like, bitch, I was nice to you. Why couldn't you fuck me? What is wrong with you? Instead of just being yourself. If you're an asshole, just be an asshole. But you know an asshole didn't get you pussy, so that's why you had to change it. Yeah, but secretly, deep down, when it comes down to it, their motivations are the same as the dude that is going to fuck her. Yes, sir. Except that dude is um upfront and honest about it, and then he gets called a thug. Yeah, and on top of that, what make you think she don't want to fuck? Just be truthful. Noah writes in, listener feedback slash racist, racist sexual stuff. Okay, I'm a huge fan of this show ever since the Morning Jones days. I've listened to pretty much every episode and had a few close calls from car accidents from the laughter by listening to your show. For a bit of a twist, I added a link on here that's definitely not safe for work. Um, but I def, I believe it would be of some interest to you. I was perusing through some amateur porn, your favorite, and discovered some pretty good interracial action. No big deal, right? Something told me to check the comments section as there's always interesting things to learn there. And what do you know? Just some good old fashioned racism. Now, I enjoyed a good, healthy dose of hardcore racism, too. I mean, guess the race just shows the best of the worst in people. And I love it, especially the rapist of Mother Africa. They're getting really creative. But this comment box had me rolling, and I couldn't help but think, this is what y'all get for slavery. I'm going to fuck every white bitch in the name of Emmett Till and vicariously live his dream as a way of personally combating (laughs) racism. Sexual reparations, if you will. But I digress. I hope that you guys continue what you do, even though at first I thought there was an echo in the podcast until I realized it was Karen completing Rod's sentences. Yeah, she does that a lot. But y'all have good chemistry. (laughs) I've learned to accept it as part of the love you guys share. Keep up the good work. Obama. Um, So I'm not clicking on this link right now, but maybe later. Thank you for the link, sir. Thank you. Um, And uh, the very last email. From Greg, he says, the blackout tips, great medicine. 
Hey, Ron and Karen, it's Stinking Lincoln from Twitter. I'm on the road to recovery from a successful kidney donation. Oh, Aww. what a what a what a jerk! Jesus, Clove was right. <laughs> Donating kidneys. Hope what do you, you want? Donate to your boss, dog. Now you think you don't got to go to work? I guess. What a you gonna be there tomorrow? Clove, man, you called it. Uh, he donated his kidney to his brother. Like, I can't see through that. <laughs> now what does your brother got to do for you, right? Uh, you're right. Okay. Anyway, my brother is in great health, feeling instantly better, and I'm in mad pain. Well, walk it off. That's what Clove would say. <laughs> Throw some dirt on it, and you get your ass back to work. I want to thank y'all in advance for the comedic medicine. After epic naps, I'll be listening to Stitcher Radio for my The Black Guy Who Tips. And them other shows that y'all shout out. Nap time, so peace out and thank you again for your podcast. Greg. Enjoy, baby. Enjoy. Yeah. I say get your ass some, back to work, they, Greg. No, they can Don't nobody care about shit. this shit. Okay. Um I understand that that you think that giving a kidney is supposed to make me feel some type of sympathy to for you and, and what you're going through. But uh uh I listen to Chonilla.com. So I already see through this, thanks to Clove for guiding me and that that people are out here manipulating organ donation to make us feel like, oh, oh, it's so sad. He's just trying to help his brother live and donate a kidney. Really? Really, dude? You think I can't see through that shit? Thank you, Clove. Thank you. And then if you have anything to write uh, about how this is fucked up, uh, just go to Chonilla.com and talk to Clove because that's, that's who told put me onto the game. Okay? <laughs> come in here with no more bullshit, sir. Chonilla.com. All right, guys. <laughs> this has been another... Another episode, so, feedback episode yeah, of the Blackout we're, Tips. We're not doing it on uh, Saturday. We actually celebrate Mother's Day on Saturday. Yeah, man. So, you know, go do something with your moms. And uh, we'll be doing something with my mom. And uh, we will be back Sunday. Uh, we may be changing the time of the Sunday shows. But, you know, follow Vocal and follow the blackouttips.com. Mm-hmm. Subscribe there. And you can keep up to date with uh, when we're doing the shows. Of course, you can go to blackouttips.com. Subscribe. Donate. Donate, please donate. Don't forget to donate. Yes. Um, let's get Justin and Will this mic. Um, I know. but yeah, donate to the show. Um, you can also go to a store. I saw someone saying they need a safe shirt from the Blackout Tips. Hey, go to the yes. Blackout Tips store, man. Um, you can also email us the blackout tips at gmail.com. Call the show 704-557-0186. Please leave a voicemail below three minutes. That goes to you, uh, Keith, the criminal. <laughs> Your five minute confessions of crimes. You know, I, you know, I, I think he don't keep track of time. He's hilarious. He's you the best though, dog. I think he also don't keep track of alibis, man. What the <laughs> fuck, dog? <laughs> I know he doesn't. This nigga is going straight to prison after this episode. He, I hope not, dog. Be calling us collect in a couple weeks. You're like, hey, y'all. Uh, our voicemail is gonna be like, do you accept the charges from? Hey, man, this keep don't hang up. Beep from the correctional center. Yeah, press one. Um, <laughs> All right, yeah, but yeah, you can catch us. Email us theblackouttips at gmail dot com. Um, follow us on Twitter. I'm at Rodimus Prime. Um, say that again. That is in D A T. The show Twitter is at T B G W T. We'll be putting up the guest spots for the movie shows that we did this week. Um, make sure you're checking us out there. And um, iTunes reviews. Leave us five star reviews on iTunes, guys. And uh, you know. We'll read them on the show, regardless of content. Get your voice heard, man. So until next time, I love you. You too, baby. Mwah. He said, I'm a Rothwaller. And I'm from the Rothwaller house, the Rothwaller house.
Soprano, Rob Marciano, flowing a channel with the opposite handle. 45 sparks turn your day great flannel. Snap the gay off the mantle, you'll see the mismanage. Can't stay robbed. How many niggas done try to play wrong? Put their day job, tired of putting broke niggas under the wing. If I go to jail again, I'm going under the mail. Act like you gon' pull that thing, thing. You the one that always gets stuck for bling bling. I represent A Block and Sing Sing. Almost caught a buck fifty for fucking Aladdin King's Queen. Stop the blazer, full fifth with the blazer. Come and get your shit split it. Newspaper said I did it. Now let's get it. Make this money. Take this money. Ain't no way you can take this from me. Ain't shit funny. Shake it, honey. Take it, money. Now let's get it. Make this money. Take this money. Ain't no way you can take this from me. Ain't shit funny. Shake it, honey. Take it, money. Now let's get it. Get it. Get it. Bounce. Let's get it. 
bitch.